Welcome to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, Phil Stamp comedian Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, like I'm uh, I'm uh, out here. We <laughs> are on the first day of the WGA strike, so I'm yeah, just like the Writers Guild of America. If you're not in the know, yeah, uh, and and so, which you're a part of. <laughs> yes, I am a part of. So we are. We're striking at the moment, yeah. and yeah, it's all very uncertain. I, you know, I'm I'm happy that I'm with a, a union that's like got backbone and willing to stand up for us and everything. I also just like I haven't been sleeping well the last couple nights. I've been having lots of nightmares, mm. um, but I feel like all of my nightmares. I'm waking up not remembering them that well, and almost all of them are like related to too many things okay do you have me okay like here's the no, thing. I, I think i get what you mean but yeah continue if you have a if you have a nightmare mm-hmm. like if you in your sleep you're trying to just, that's why i usually have them is it in my sleep you're you're trying to just get some decent rest mm-hmm. and then you get struck with a vision all right and the vision is something that you're terrified of maybe it's rabbits Maybe maybe it's cotton candy. All right. Okay. Something is coming at you that you're like, I, I don't like this and I don't want it in my life. It's a phobia, right? Okay. But like very fluffy I just phobias. Don't, I don't like when they mix. I just don't like when it's like a cotton candy rabbit. But see, but those go together so well. How can you be mad? Of course. I'm just fluffy bunnies like, made of cotton candy. This you're literally describing some people's <laughs> <laughs> like cartoon fantasy world. My man. Yeah. All I'm saying is that if it's, I just don't like when nightmares tag team right. and decide to be one big nightmare, like one megazord of a nightmare. Right. So, so what has been mixing for you? What, what do you have cross contaminating in the the nightmare world? Cause if it is bunnies and cotton candy, then <laughs> okay, we got a lot to dig into there. But, um, okay. So last night I yeah. go to bed and in my dream, I am in some sort of facility. Okay. okay. So already that's not great when you're just in a place, in a building with no art, like not even hotel art. <laughs> Oof. Okay. And so then I can't remember if I was trying to escape or if I was just trying to get through my day, but I was walking around panicked. Okay. And and so um, at one point there was a guard that saw me, and it was it was very hard to tell if they were the guard or if they were my boss boss, like not my actual boss in real life. I'm talking about like if in the dream I worked at the facility and I was trying to like mm. not get fired, yeah, or if I okay. was a prisoner. And was trying to not get in trouble. It was very hard to to distinguish the two. And then the the guy you know runs up on me, and he literally is just like, "Be better." And then and then <laughs> kept walking. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> That's also the worst thing. <laughs> In a nightmare, is for is for the nightmare yet yeah, to take a break from being scary to, to just make you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. So, like, 
Freddy Krueger comes up. <laughs> you need to work harder, bitch, and then just disappears. No, it was it was brutal. Be it better. So, That's so mean. <laughs> it was so bad, and so so then um, I was like, oh, okay. Like in the dream, I even took it really personally. <laughs> So like even outside, because you know how in your dream you're usually there's two mm -hmm. types of of dreams in this in this. I know there's lots of different dreams, but there's two types in the type of nightmare I'm describing. There's one where you are a viewer watching a bunch of stuff happen to you, and mm -hmm. then two is the v the POV. It's happening to you in the dream. Okay. Yeah. And I was switching between watching something happen to myself and it was actually happening to me to my face Ooh, so the be better okay. was to my face right oh yeah you had to be first person for that one huh yeah so i'm, I'm first person for that one then as i keep walking uh -huh. it literally was kind of like you know the view that changes when you're when you're playing like a shooter game and you can go first person or you can go um, yeah. over the shoulder or whatever all that stuff and so it changed view and then um, this person was like in a fight, and in the fight that they were in, it was it was two heavy set gentlemen. All right. Okay. And so they fell during their fight, and mm -hmm. the way they fell, they rolled, and so they rolled like over one another, like you know, like almost like two people fighting down a hill, mm -hmm. but they were rolling at me. I tried to move away, and they and they got me, like I got pulled up in the roll. And okay. so then they ran over, not my whole body, but just my legs. So then I was stuck there while they were fighting. And then I got in trouble for fighting too. But I'm like, I wasn't in the fight. Like, like I'm trying to Look explain. Look at me. I'm much smaller than them. I'm trying to explain I'm under them. But then right. the guards weren't having it. They were literally like, I thought I just told you to be better and do better. And then, and then the... And so they're like fighting with the two okay. guys. Like they're not beating them, but they're mm -hmm. just fighting with the two big dudes. And then one of the guards is yelling at me to stop fighting. But I'm like laying like this. <laughs> so he's like, stop fighting. And I'm like, I, they're on me. I don't know what to tell right. you. And, uh, and then I woke up. <laughs> and started my day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we... I guess we, we've done this before. I believe we had an episode called Joshi's Dream Journal. So I think we're there's a, a light sequel, but mm -hmm. or be better colon a Josh Johnson nightmare. <laughs> but let's maybe look at some of these things and what do we think they represent? I mean, I will say be better seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, be better is a little too on the nose. That's for a little too. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> That's wild. That, that should is, just be your conscious. That is a very conscious, subconscious right there. Um, and very clearly um, that where it comes from in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That one's, that one's a little on the nose. I don't think we need to dive into that. And uh, I think that sometimes mm -hmm. I I don't think that I... I think the reason it looked like a facility is because I don't think that I work efficiently enough and hard enough on the projects and the things that I that I want to make happen. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so disappointed when they don't pan out the way that I want. But the way that they pan out is either 
is either a result of things to come. So it's like you lay the groundwork right now, you don't get the result, but you'll get it next time. Mm -hmm. Or it's a direct result of the amount of work that I put in. And okay. so I think that it was like a facility because deep down I'm like, I should be working harder and, and more efficiently, just better. Mm -hmm. And then I think that the two heavy set gentlemen that I saw was because I did watch sumo before bed <laughs> i had never really watched it and i didn't understand the points i didn't understand the like i didn't understand how it worked and so i watched a decent amount before bed and i think some of that crept in your your subconscious is so it is so conscious. It's so surface level. It's so like, I saw sure. this and I think this. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was wondering, though, are they, since you're in this facility, if we make it about a work thing, uh, there's obviously the theme, be better, like you are just saying, how you felt about mm -hmm. the facility and putting, you know, your work and whatever. Is those big boys rolling over you? Is that maybe something signifying people who have maybe beat you out from things or is it potentially like is it about the strike is i mean, like these I do, people yeah. who made these decisions who have been fighting these two big things who have been fighting and now it's affecting you you're you're out of work right now technically i mean i know not mm -hmm. like fully but like that's happening right now because and then you're just stuck under them you're underneath the fight between these two big boys I would roll with that. I think that yeah. that that sounds like something that a real subconscious would do. Um, <laughs> and then you and saw I, they they were sumo wrestlers because you watched that. I also think it could just be people that are more successful than me. I think that, that I think it could also be that. Yeah, yeah. that could be getting rolled over by the big boys. Big yeah, a big a big part of it. Because because um, I know that's one of the things you stress about is like oh well if this person's selling these type of type of tickets I want to sell this type of tickets that's you not to get too much into our personal yeah. conversations but you know no no you're you're not wrong you're not wrong I definitely hope I try to and it's a thing that you it's a thing that I think is good until it is not productive and mm -hmm. I think that for anyone that's like that I see as a peer I want to stay on level with you know so mm -hmm. it's like if I see someone as someone who I really admire that started at the same time as I did and everything, I'm like, all right, that's someone who I'm going to try to make benchmarks for them. And then they're going to make benchmarks for me in, in the quality of the work that we do. Mm -hmm. And in, and in, uh, in what comes next, I think like not saying I want what anyone else has specifically. I'm not like, Oh, they have a TV show. I should get a TV show. I think that that's right. an insane way to run your life. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't really lead you anywhere. Productive. But I, but I do like, for instance, a good, a good example is I'm doing the bell house with you towards yeah. the end of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends are starting to do the bell house. Like I thought like when I booked the bell house, I don't know what I really, I didn't think about it in comparison with other people. I was just like, all right, there's a lot of tickets that I'm going to need to move. Right. Yeah. And then I looked in a place around. where you perform all right, a lot already in a city, you know? Yeah. And so, so I looked around and I was realizing, I was like, oh geez, I have like three friends that are also doing the bell house this year. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh wow. Okay. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I think that, that obviously if you feel like you're putting in good work, you want it to be, um, 
to be recognized and stuff. So, um, and I also like cheer people on too. Like when I hear that someone sold out, like my buddy just sold out Gramercy and I was like, hey. oh man, it's amazing. That's, yeah. that's so dope, you know? So it's a big part of it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that that could definitely be some of the fear. What were, were the big boys dressed like sumo wrestlers or? No, they were in pretty regular clothes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious. Or if they were in suits or, or anything like that. But yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a nightmare last night? Uh, Not last night. I didn't. I had trouble getting to sleep. I will say that. I was up till <clears throat> just awake till probably about 4.30. And then just had to go lay on the couch. Um, if I'm awake too long, then, because like the, our dogs get in bed with us and then usually I fall asleep and then I'll wake up with one of them like between my legs or whatever. But when I'm awake for that, then I just feel them get more on me and I just get way more hot and sweaty. <laughs> so I have to get out of bed. <laughs> it just gets warm. When you have a, a 40 pound beagle laying on hey. your legs, trapping you under blankets, it gets hot. I'm I'm but. with you. I'm with you. I mean, Chance is getting up there. He getting thick. Mm-hmm. All right, and he sometimes lays in between my legs. I'm, I'm, I'm I fully understand. But yeah. you do like it particularly cold. I like, do. I like, you, it cold. like I like it chilly. You you like it so cold that it's unnerving. Like you are me, but cold. Because <laughs> then I like it hot, and I like it you so like it hot. hot. It makes other people uncomfortable. But you do that with the cold, like like even when we were in San Diego, I was like, should I just set it? Should I just set it to seventy one so we can both be miserable? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing better about trying to find a happy medium. I used to like run way too hot that I would need it freezing, but um, yeah, because remember that hotel we walked in? I don't know where we were, but we were somewhere where they had just they had literally just cleaned the room, mm -hmm. and then we we got early check in, and when we walked in, it was like, it was like a someone had set it to fridge it was 65 <laughs> in the room yeah remember because i was like freaking out about it i was like did something happen what's wrong here and you were like oh this is great this is ideal <laughs> like, for me you didn't even you didn't even move you were like uh this is pretty great like you just sort of <laughs> you said it with your eyes closed <laughs> uh, this is great and i was like that's insane 65 Oh my gosh! I like it. I like it chilly, and I also I just like the airflow too. So sometimes I just need like, and it's not like I need a fan noise. I just like to like I don't like when the air is just still too much. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? What? Airflow, like like a like just having like the flow of air on a fan. Like I don't need a fan for like the noise. Some people like the white noise of it. I don't necessarily need that. I like the actual flow of air in a room. Like I like feeling like there's air moving in the room, like a ceiling fan. Okay. You know what I mean? All but no, right. I did not have a nightmare last night. <laughs> All right. I mean, your sleep is my nightmare. I can't imagine <laughs> sleeping so cold. I can't imagine sleeping so bundled up the way you do. Hey, I will <laughs> I will recreate <laughs> a cocoon <laughs> if I That's have to. Because I, I like getting under the blankets, but I need it chilly to get under blankets. If it's warm, I can't really like have that much on me because I'm just, I'm just hot and uncomfortable. 
So when you were a baby, yeah. when you got swaddled, were you like, get that off me? <laughs> Ain't nobody want to be in your bosom. No one okay. wants to. Just put me alone in the middle of a room, please. Can you please put me in the crib, no covers, and turn it to 63? Thank you. <laughs> you can tell we've been sharing rooms a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. You know what's so funny? I, I actually felt bad because you told me over, I don't know, this is like two weeks we were on the road. So, like, yeah. um, you told me at one point that I had snored that night and I mm -hmm. genuinely felt bad just because I was like, man, I feel like if you if you talk if you talk trash about somebody snoring, then you can't snore at any point. I was going like to say, you've like, played my fucking snoring on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I felt bad when I woke up and you were like, yeah, you were snoring a little, bud. I was just like, oh, don't be gracious about it. Like, that just, it, it maybe makes me feel a little justified and like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not just me. Maybe yeah. Sometimes people just snore. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> It'd be so funny if I didn't believe you. <laughs> if, if I wake up and you're like, "Man, you were snoring a little last night, but it was just like, nah, I don't do that." Well, then I'll do that. Then th that's, this episode that's, that's for heathens. Then this would be All me right? playing your snoring on on an episode two. Then <laughs> do do you have the recording? No, I didn't. Snoring? But if you if you woke up and not believed me, I would have recorded you the next time. Oh that yeah, you snored. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> no, nah, I just like the idea of someone who thinks snoring is disgusting. Be like, oh, so you just sleep with your mouth open? Okay, harlot. <laughs> no, I'm good at breathing. I've been practicing yeah. for a long time. Sleeping like a trollop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wear the scarlet S. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and put those nasal strips on so that nussy can hang loose. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, <laughs> I love when somebody when somebody snore and they really choke, but they still don't wake up. That's my favorite. Like you've Jesus. actually, I don't, I don't think you've you've ever done that though. Like, like even in this last run when you snored, it was just regular. Like you right. didn't have the like. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. I think I just don't have like the full sleep apnea or anything. <laughs> But I, I feel like, you know what it is, though? When people are drunk, they'll do it. So when people yeah. are really drunk, they'll snore and then choke and then still not wake up. They'll just start snoring again. Yeah. But you'll hear a hiccup in the snore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those those always crack me up because, because I'd like to think that they're connected to dreams. Like, I'd like to think that it's like... Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. That's that's them falling down the stairs in a dream. Yeah, yeah, cuz that's what it sounds like. It just sounds like you got jujitsu choked out in your dream. And then right. you got choked out so hard you had to leave that dream and go to another dream. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go to another dream. Do you ever lucid dream? I've gotten close, kind of, not to where, like, it's not the thing I'm like trying to do, 
but not to where I'm like controlling things in the dream, but I have been having dreams in the last couple of years where I'm very aware I'm dreaming. Mm. And like I do, I guess, kind of try to break the dream a little bit or try to get out of it a touch. And I've never had that before. Like that is kind of a yeah. newer thing where I'm like, I'm aware I'm dreaming. Oh, this is a dream. Whatever happens isn't real. I need to do something to kind of break it. It's a very weird sensation. Because most of my dreams are <laughs> most of my dreams are me being fucking lost. Like it's usually it's usually I'm stuck inside. I had I had a recurring dream for years where I'm just like inside a house that from the outside looks small, but in the inside is very, very big. And it's always like a place in my mind. I'm like, oh, I've been here like once or twice. So I kind of know it, but not well. And then usually someone's either trying to get in or I've lost like a dog or something like that. They're outside. And then it's me just running from room to room, just kind of being like, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> or I'm like, I got to go shower to get ready for a show or something. Like there's always, there's always this other ticking clock element to it as well. Mm. Um, but now when I've been having them, it is me in a dream being like, ah, fucking this one again. <laughs> like it is Man. me being aware of it. I think my most lucid dream, um, where was I? This is in Chicago, I think, maybe. Um, oh, you actually, sorry to cut you, but you actually talked a little bit in your sleep this last time on the road, too. What did I say? I, I couldn't make it out, but it was a little like... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it's a little bit of you muttering. <laughs> so I was hoping as you talking shit, maybe. <laughs> Just, oh, okay. These two things are crazy, okay? Because <laughs> you reminded me of something just now. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> both of them happened in Chicago. Okay. And <laughs> one of them was probably the most lucid dream I've ever had. It was like about to, it was kind of starting out as a good dream, becoming a nightmare. And so I had done this show. It was it was huge. It was like no one thought I could sell this many tickets. And I and I not only sold the tickets, but I had a great show. Was riffing with like mm -hmm. more people than I had ever riffed with before. Like, you know, because when you do a show that's big enough where the audience is far away, that's when you just do your jokes. You just come out yeah. and do your jokes. Because any amount of crowd work is not going to make sense to the to people most who the are so far and... in the back, you know? Yeah. And so that was great. And then we leave and it was like, it was at a diner or something that um, a bunch of people were trying to fight us and it was just, it was just really awkward and weird because they didn't, they thought we were someone else, like another mm. group of people that they wanted to fight. And then right in that moment, I started to realize how much of a dream it was because it was such a stupid scenario where I was like, you clearly want to fight someone, but it's not me, and I'm not that guy, and blah, yeah. blah. And then I started really realizing I was in a dream, which bummed me out a little bit in the dream because it means the show didn't happen <laughs> or didn't happen yet, right? right Fingers yeah. crossed. Anyway, uh, then right at that moment, my, uh, my ex showed up, and I was like, nope, and then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, when the ex shows up. I was like, don't need sign. to see the rest of this. Nope, don't care. <laughs> then, um, what was the other thing that happened? 
Oh, yeah, okay. So there was like a person that I was seeing for a little bit um, when I was in Chicago that spent the night and in her sleep, she was talking and it was probably some of the most jarring sleep talk I've ever heard oh, in my God. life. It was... She said, her, be better. <laughs> it was It was like, dude, when I tell you that like we fizzled out after this and I'm and I'm to this day I'm kinda glad. So <laughs> she was over she was over here talking, right? Mm-hmm. But then was like was like, you don't know me. You don't you don't even Ooh. know me. Don't get in my don't get in my face. I'll kill you again. I'll kill you again. Again. I promise I promise I'll kill you again. I said, you can't never I fight I fight for life. I fight for life. <laughs> and like <laughs> it it harkened back. <laughs> it I'll kill harkened, you again. I'll kill you again. It oh, harkened shit. back to this time. Donovan, I, I didn't even know about this, and Donovan told me about this, but apparently there was someone um, on our campus in college that got arrested because I don't know if they took some drugs or they genuinely had a nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. but they ran into traffic I think I already told you about this, but anyway, it, this is what it made yeah. me feel like they <laughs> they ran into traffic, jump like Black Panther jumped over and onto a car, right? <laughs> so the hood was coming, and they jumped up so that they missed the hood of the car, mm-hmm. but then but then grabbed the uh, the skylight of the car, right? Oh, the, the sunroof. Okay, the sunroof. Sorry. So so then grabbed the sunroof of the car because it was open. All right, put their head into the car and screamed, "I'm gonna die fighting tonight." Yeah, that's right. You told me about that. I, okay, so I told you about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it felt like, though, because I feel like in in that bed in the moment, I probably had the same face as those white people that it happened to. <laughs> <in the car. Kill you again. I'll, I'll kill I'll kill you I'll kill you again. I'll kill you again. You know, he's, again. He's again back. is the most troubling word in that Ag- sentence. Again. And so in my head, I'm like, she didn't kill somebody. She killed like, somebody and she's seeing them in her dreams. She sees she's them. seeing she the is, person. She is going full Lady Macbeth in my bed right now. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I can't and now I'm scared to wake her up because I'm like, all right. But if 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 I wake this person up, are they gonna think that I'm them, that I'm the person? Do you know what I mean? Because right. you know how sometimes when you get woken up from a deep dream, you disorient it. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, because if she knows how to kill quick, then I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> like if she know how to do the little like flop flop on the on the neck, I'm I'm out. <laughs> the flop flop. You know what I'm talking about when people chop the neck and people yeah. die. Yeah, if she don't <laughs> movies. Do that. Yeah, but hey, this is a movie scenario, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it kind of? Yeah. Someone, someone that you've known for what a, 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 a few weeks, maybe a month, goes to bed, and is like, I don't know if this is like a scene playing out in her mind. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I'm just literally like, again, again. And it was just nothing but like the whole, so this this was only, I don't remember how much talking it actually was, but it, the talking didn't last that long. Um, 
but it but it was all threats. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you that like every single one of these things was like a different horrific sentence, I was like, jeez, oh. jeez. I had trouble falling asleep because then because then. You you got the nerve to be out here talking murders, right? Talking murders. talking absolute Plural. violence, absolute violence, and then roll over and put your arm around me. Like, uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> No thank you. Yeah, cause that is if you're having dreams of I'll kill you again, then yes, you've either killed someone or you really want to. And you've been you, dreaming about it. <laughs> you are itching to kill. Itching to kill. Probably someone specific, because you've probably killed them in your dream a couple times. Because I really wanted it to be mumbles, and she was coming in with full diction. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted it to be like, because then, then you could convince yourself that you were just putting words together. Right, yeah. But it was a very sleepy, eyelids closed, I'll kill you again. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, when we first started dating and staying together, Je- Jess used to speak in some, like, full sentences. They were never that threatening. But she would she would get annoyed that I didn't understand what she was talking about because it was nonsense. But she, like, in her dream speak, like, I'd be like, what, you want me to what? And she, she'd be like, no, you don't. Uh, you don't get what you get so, so disappointed in me. Because I didn't oh. know what she meant by like go catch the rain gutter or something. It would always be a sentence that I'm like is you know technically a sentence, but my favorite is um so I I have had that before. Like uh Sally's done that to me at least once where it was very cute. It was like it was like a mumble, it's like huh, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you you get some good sleep, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just pat pat the head and go back yeah. to sleep, whatever. And then um and then it won't it'll be the next day and she'll literally, you know, there was one time she remembered what she was trying to say and she was like, Yeah, I was trying to get you to turn the light off. And I was like, that's not what you said at all. Yeah. <laughs> and and look, makes sense. It does make sense. You were you were half asleep, half awake, and mm-hmm. you were like trying to say something, but you were so tired. I get it. But <laughs> the fact that you remember made me laugh really hard. The fact that, that she was funny. like, Yeah, I was trying to get you to turn the light off last night. <laughs> have have you ever been fully in trouble for something that happened in their dream because mm-hmm. i've had never that. never with um never with sally but in the past i yeah i've i've had not as much we had it a couple times with jess where she would be in kind of a bad mood and it seemed like it would be at me and then it's like she'd be a little upset and then i think realize while being upset that it is from a dream and she can't be upset with me anymore and no one likes that feeling because then she's just like I'm like, I'm like, is this something happened in a dream? And she'd be like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't okay. know, but you know what you did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, how dare you? How Which is dare funny because I'm, I'm be rarely ever in. subconscious 
maroon flags. (laughs) Being being irresponsible in the dream realm. Yeah. Like, all I'm saying is, if a dragon is chasing us and you trip me again, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Logan and I are going to be on the road at the end of the month, beginning of the next. We're coming for you, Texas. We are going to be at the Secret Group in Houston, Texas, Wednesday, May 31st at 8 p.m. We're going to be at the Creek in the Cave in Austin, Texas, from June 1st through the 3rd. That's five shows. (laughs) And we're going to be at Hyenas in Dallas, Texas, Sunday, June 4th at 7 p.m. Go ahead and get your tickets and the links that we provide. So what have you been doing now? Are we? I guess now it's first day of the strike. Yeah. What are you gonna do with your time? I mean, part of striking is picketing and stuff. So I gotta Tracy sign gotta, up for some. Gotta um, do some picketing. For some picketing, the weather here has been horrible. It's been a real bummer. Except for yesterday was was weirdly good, but today it rained while it was sunny, and now it's just raining. And then. Um, yeah, just work on work on my um, book proposal and stuff. Um, now, are you allowed to, allowed to write anything? No words can reach paper, I don't think. For myself, I can write. I just <laughs> no, can't I know, I know. send it. <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, so, that'd be great if that would be <laughs> like the stipulations of the strike. No one's allowed to write anything down. Well, do I, Can I sign this check? No, you can't. Look, Pen can't meet paper. Reading is right on the line. <laughs> I say, be careful. Yeah, don't don't follow under the lines with your finger. That's too close to writing. Yeah, yeah. So, because you're imagining that they're mm-hmm. your words. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I I do think that it it will give me a little time to reflect and everything. Um. And like plan for the rest of the year, plan mm. for the future and stuff, and like really start to take things one day at a time. I think that for a long time, um, I've been going at like ninety percent. You know, like like I said, I think that I don't always use my time efficiently, and I'm not always the the best about um, structuring a day. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I've had the excuse of like, well, I got to be somewhere for eight, nine hours a day. Right. And then I have to go do shows. And then I have to try to write for myself before bed and all this stuff like that. Whereas now I think, you know, I really need to um, sort of center myself and, and focus again. You were talking about that when we were on the road too. Yeah. Yeah. About- trying to simplify some of your time a little bit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think it will be easier because I'm not... I think, you know, it, it's a it's a struggle when the things that make you the happiest are difficult to do. So it's like there's a yeah. part of your like body. Yeah, like back... Exactly would, like backflips. Would love to know how to do one, but it seems scary. <laughs> they you have a trampoline? So I do not. Do you have you ever been to one of those trampoline gyms? I have not. They look we fun. We should go. They Fuck seem yeah. really that fun. Great. That seems like such a dope experience. Um, uh, yeah, let's go be the only adults at a trampoline park. 
I think it'd be great. Uh, and also, if you can do parkour, they don't mind that you're an adult there. So That's all true. we have to do is attempt a couple moves, and people okay. will be like, they're clearly just trying to get better. Okay, I like this. Yeah, if you if you just stand there hopping in one place, yes, we need you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But if you're actually like, what if I tried a handstand for a second on a trampoline? It's like, all yeah. right, everybody wants to see that, no matter what age you are. And this helps, too, that I have long hair now because all of those guys have, like, messy buns or ponytails. So if I do yeah. that, I look like I'm one of those guys. Yeah. So, so we that'll both, help. We both can, like, put back a ponytail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. These these guys parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you, like, cannonball a couple times and then stand up. That's That's, like, a move that I feel like is an easy parkour-looking move that people can do at trampoline parks. Yeah. So first we need to... We need to, like, I guess, rent a trampoline to get some practice so we can go to a trampoline park. Ain't nobody getting practice. All right. We're oh, learning right. on the fly. Okay. 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 I like this. Um, but, yeah, no, I I, I think that um, there's there's a lot to still, to still do and just need to focus on how I'm going to go about doing it. Do you think maybe that's what the facility represents? Is a is a want for structure, maybe? Maybe. But you're I, not I sure where you fit in yet. Are you the boss or are you working for someone in this facility, in this structure? Yeah, I mean... God, I might be a good therapist. Should I be a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in dream analysis, but I think I might be okay at it. <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't yeah. believe in it. I just... When people are just like, oh, this is a memory of a past life. No, 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 shush. Shush now. It was a thing you saw on the TV probably. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, he's really looking off pondering it. <laughs> well, no, these are good questions. <laughs> Great to do on the pod <laughs> is to have these existential questions thrown your way. Well, the nice thing about pod... So you could cut out the dead space. So it just well, feels yeah. like we're really flowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chop out every... This thing's going to be clicking. Yeah. Also, put it at two speed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, did you guys see they only released a 20-minute episode? Yeah, but they were flying. They were, Yeah, yeah. Man. They definitely said two hours worth of things. They were worked up about Josh's dreams. <laughs> Your dream... Um, that you described that was recurring for a while. Mm -hmm. Did you pull anything out of that or were you just like, so oh, no, I'll take it with a grain of salt. Oh no, no. Like I was, I was in uh therapy when I was, when I was having that dream a lot. And like, it was one of those things where he sorted it right away of just like, Oh, probably means this. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Probably. Does. <laughs> like, it was so, it was, it was embarrassing how quick he like, called it out. Because I went to a session where I didn't really have anything like I like anything pressing I wanted to talk about. Because that was a lot of my sessions when I was first going was just like a, of just the vomit of you know life. But when this day he's like, "Oh, we want to talk about it." And I was like, "I don't know. I guess things have been okay." I felt you know, and he's like, "What about dreams you've had lately?" And I was kind of like, "Okay." I'm like, "Well, here's one I have a couple of times." And he's like, "Yeah, probably. You know, it sounds like you know it's simple on the outside, which is how you feel. You feel like just a regular guy, but things are much more complicated inside, and you feel lost." And I was like, "Get fucked." 
That's so rude. That's so rude to figure me out so quick. Yeah. 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 And then That's honestly, like, after he gave me that, I don't really have that dream anymore in that same way. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, the house is me. <laughs> it is just funny how like you could be in a situ situation where there's a dream or there's something really bothering you. And then a person, whether they're an expert or not, is just telling you like, yeah, you should probably just fix stuff with your dad. Yeah. That's, and then you are immediately ready to hit them. Yeah. No, that's the that's the frustrating but like the best thing about therapy for, for me it was always like it's annoying at first because you realize how easy you are to figure out how non how like non-special you truly are. But then that's also very freeing if you're like, "Oh, people come here cuz they have these problems." I'm I'm no different, which like it's it's twofold. First, you're just like, no, I'm a special boy, and I only have special problems. No one's ever gone through what I've gone through. Oh, so many people. Oh, okay, I guess I'll chill out about it. Yeah, enough people that you've heard of the dream before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you probably ended it in your head as I was saying it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that was the most frustrating part of, of mm -hmm. going to therapy because I avoided therapy for a long, long time, and then after just first couple sessions when he like said something back i was like oh screw you i'm not that hard to figure out <laughs> it's also like sometimes is the the dream or the problem doesn't do the person justice because it'll you know what was it my friend had doesn't a, do had the person thing. justice yeah because because i think that for as complicated as the feelings that a person is feeling may be the structure around, kind of like what happens to me, the structure around how it manifests in your subconscious is just right on the nose. Oh, okay. I get you mean. Okay. So I, so I had a friend who um, had a dream, <laughs> had a dream that his sister dunked on him, but we're talking about dunking the way Jordan dunked on uh, Magic Johnson that one time. Oh, okay. Like... I think it was Magic Johnson, the way that he not only went up to dunk, but knocked him over, but kind of landed standing like over him, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a dream like that, that his sister did that to him. And he woke up just being like, okay, okay, <laughs> come on. Because his me... sister just makes a lot more money than him, and is like he feels like <laughs> his parents are proud prouder of his sister. Yeah, and he was like, but to even have that happen is like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> you took the That's... thing that I love, and then you made <laughs> you made her good at it, which she doesn't even play. Right, and then you made her dunk on me, and then stand over me and celebrate. Yeah. Especially for feelings he already knows he has, right? So it's not as if it's not as if he doesn't know himself, and then a, and then he needed someone to be like, "Well, is there something you resent about your sister?" He literally knows the score. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. like, no, I went into uh, construction, and my sister went into medicine, and my business is still not taken off after eight years, and she's doing very well. Right. So yes, yeah, whatever. And I was just like, man, that doesn't seem fair. Like, it seems like you should get it wrapped up in some more minutiae than just <laughs> your favorite pastime. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the worst like, thing that could happen. Am I so uncreative that my dream had to be so on the nose? Or or am I so dumb my subconscious had to be like, all right, let's just use <laughs> let's use simple if, imagery uh, for him. Honestly, if we use a thimble and a needle, he'll never get it. He's so let's just make it. it basketball. Let's just it's basketball. She beats him. She will dunk on him. He'll he'll know what this is about. He doesn't deserve love. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> I I do I think it would be so embarrassing if if you had the um I I wouldn't even call it having your thoughts read, but just a a genuine thinking out loud having your thoughts amplified mm. to the to the world but in a in a way that's not controllable so people hear yourself talk because i think people would either be super embarrassed about how prideful their self talk is or super embarrassed about how shameful their their self talk is cuz the way that we talk to ourselves is just not all right like like we no. like it takes forever to learn to treat yourself like a friend you know yeah that's that's and I think that's one of the biggest challenges people people have is that it's so easy to bash yourself because you know it's it's like what I described at the beginning of the episode. I know what I could probably get done in a day. I know what I actually do and I know what I felt like doing and like mm -hmm. all those levels are different. Because who who knows? Right. Maybe even if I focused 100%, I would still get the same amount done. So the fact that I'm a bit scatterbrained is not that big of a deal. Because at the end of a good amount of days, obviously not every day, but at the end of a good amount of days, I still check a, a decent amount of things off a list. Mm -hmm. And and things take time. You have to chip away at things as well. So I just would be amazed at at if I could hear someone's self-talk because then you hear what's belief and what's bravado you'd hear what is internal oh, versus yeah. what's actual anger towards a person because you know how, you know how sometimes people pop off at you and it's truly not about you oh yeah you would hear that you would hear someone be like well i do the same job as this person and if this person was this bad at their job maybe i'm this bad at my job so i need to be rude to the server because i'm a server and i need i know what it's like so, i mean like that thing could just right. be such a spiral but if you heard it you would be able to apply so much more understanding true but the ability to hear everyone's uh self-talks does sound like a existential nightmare i will say that if that was just <laughs> I mean, if you hearing, were hearing in real an thoughts. elevator, if you were in an elevator, but I feel like if it was one at a time, it could be manageable. Okay. That's one. Yeah. Cause I'm like, if I'm just hearing inner monologues, this is, <laughs> yeah, this sounds awful. This sounds terrible. Also, you would, you, it would be hard to distinguish what's a fleeting thought and what's something they actually feel because I remember this, <laughs> this is going to sound so crazy. I remember this distinctly though. Um, this was maybe a year and a half into me living in New York. I'm passing by this guy who is not only standing at the edge of the, of the platform, but is peering over at, to see if the train is coming and he's, he's staring in the wrong direction. So okay. if, the tr if the train comes, it's going to take his head clean off because right. like, 
he's he's not looking at the right way. Mm-hmm. And apparently that happened to a lot of people in 2015. They they made an ad. It happened to so many people. Oh, geez. That, that they were like, it, there was literally a slogan, like, don't worry, it's coming. To try <laughs> to get people to stop leaning over the edge. Because right. some people, apparently 58 people in 2015 looked the wrong way, peering Jeez. over the edge, turned around and got hit in the face with the train. Damn. And so I don't think everybody died, but like you'd still got hit in the face That's with a train. A hell of a punch. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I was I was passing this dude and the thought just popped in my head. I was never I wasn't even close to this dude so just because I need to prepare you for how crazy this sounds. But it's just okay. my genuine reaction. I'm passing this dude and he's standing at the tippy tip tip of the platform. <laughs> leaning in the wrong mm-hmm. direction and i'm like damn i hope that dude doesn't get pushed because it just like it felt like if you ever wanted to kill a person this was like teed up for you <laughs> like yeah. this this guy is it's almost like this guy is wearing the uh the neck what's it called the like neck stock for a guillotine and is laying there but nobody's flipped the switch for the guillotine oh, okay. to fall you yeah. know and so so then as I'm thinking that, a guy walks up to that guy and goes, hey, the train is the other way and please don't lean like that. Someone might push you. <laughs> and it was like he read my mind, but he actually said something to that guy. You summoned him. Mm, hope so. That means I have good powers. Yeah. Because if that guy went ahead and got pushed, maybe I summoned that guy too. <laughs> I was gonna say if that if that ended in a push, it means yeah, you 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 summoned a, a specter of of death. Um, I mean that could also just be it's just not that crazy because if, if this dude was leaning that hard, it means probably everyone in that stop was like, this dude is gonna get hit by this train. Yeah, because it was also. Like obviously the train is very loud, especially if they blow the horn before they come through that section of the tunnel. Because yeah. sometimes they do that if track workers are on the track. And I don't know. It was just something about how smoothly the trains have been running that I was like, this guy is gonna turn around, and get hit in the face with the train. <laughs> well, it was very nice of you to choose to not do anything. But to just it was, put a thought out into the universe. But I'm telling you, man, I thought it and then a millisecond later, that guy walked up and was like, hey, train's the other way. Don't lean like that. Someone yeah. can push you. Yeah. Because there, there was a bit of push-ins around that time, too. Like yeah. in Chicago and stuff. There was like a rash of everyone just being like, people are just getting pushed a lot in front of, like onto the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh. <laughs> no, just thinking about it. wow, yeah, that's crazy what? that that could even happen. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just weird that because there's no there's no other thing like that with um with transportation. Like you're never in the plane, and it's like don't lean. Someone might push you out of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall yeah. asleep. Somebody could throw you out of the plane. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to buckle up in a taxi so you don't get kicked out because that can happen. Yeah. People swing yeah. in. Because even getting pushed in the street, there's no amount of sidewalk that's irresponsible to walk on. 
Yeah. That's like true. someone would have to push you pretty hard to push you into actual. You could get pushed into a car, but if you're getting pushed into traffic, they got to push you way, way deep into the street. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or at least they have to they have to time it perfectly to push you into the street in front yeah. of something. Cars, yeah. cars and buses stop a little easier than trains. Mm-hmm. And the road that the trains are on also hurts. Those those alone can kill you if you fall off. <laughs> uh, um, hey, before we wrap up, you'll be able to do a quick mailbag. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is uh, this is from Sierra. This was uh, sent at the end of last year, um, and the title is "Cocaine Rats." Which let's get it. Talking about nightmares, go ahead and just let that yeah. <laughs> soak into your subconscious yeah. now of what a cocaine rat might be. If rats weren't already twitchy enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if they weren't fast so yeah, enough. I, they weren't fast enough. If they weren't they, horny they weren't, enough. <laughs> they weren't desperate enough. Uh, but this is from Sierra. It says, hello, my lovely. Uh, I, like I said, this is at the end of last year because the first is just their ma- favorite moments from last year. So may as well read them. Uh, this is my year end favorite moments are episode 89 when uh, Josh says that you you know that both parents are present if you're eating kids cuisine or both parents probably are not present if you're eating kids <laughs> cuisine. Uh, episode 98, everything involving Logan's gnome voice. Thank you. Uh, episode 117, the insulin needle next to the Honda Civic. <laughs> this sounds like a treasure map. <laughs> um, but I would like uh, a membership certificate into the Laughing in Public Club. I... I work at and I work as an animal tech and I'm often working alone and so I listen to the podcast surrounded by mice and rats. <laughs> then one day then one day they held a meeting. I'm hoping this means coworkers and not the rats. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? One day if... <laughs> one day they held a meeting. <laughs> a meeting was held, things were discussed. <laughs> Then one day they held a meeting saying that we can't have loud music and noises in the rooms because something's been scaring them. It was my laughing, but they don't need to know that. <laughs> also, a cocaine rat bit my coworker in the beginning of the week, and I can't help but wonder what superpowers she'll gain. <laughs> Love you both. Uh, P.S. Logan, a Christmas gift to me and the world would be some clips. I've, I've put out some clips. And Josh, some glasses from Sierra. Um, yeah, if you want to join the Heckle Josh for glasses, come to any of our virtual live shows because that is becoming the theme. We just get together with all of our family members who just want to. <laughs> I'm doing my best, but like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's not good enough for some people. They just care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. All right. No, you, you, you know they're doing a lot when I'm starting to be like, all right, guys, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Johnson Show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We're going to be posting the show. And if you're looking for Logan... 
You can follow me on Instagram at Logan uh, M. Nielsen. If you want to join our mailbag, you can email us, joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. You can also also leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those. Um, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash joshjohnsonshow for a bunch of bonus stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll get some some merch going soon, too. I'm thinking now a work shirt that says Cocaine Rat on the name tag, maybe. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. So we got that going. We're always yes, we're cooking up new ideas of <laughs> yes, hooray all day. <laughs> That's how Josh ends every episode. Yes, hooray. Yes, hooray, and more. Please, thank you. <laughs> yum yum, rummity rum rum. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and hilarious, and more, and thanks. Hmm. Sounds starting to get mean. Sounds no, like, no. Why would, why would it be mean? <laughs> Don't go to a negative place. We're having fun. He hasn't looked up once throughout all of that. He was just, looking down, I'm, saying it to no one. Because if I look at you and say it, it becomes weird. <laughs> but if I look down, I'm like, yes. Thank you. No, yep, no, nope, yep, worse. Yep. He's looking down again. Mm-hmm. Worse. <laughs> no, I don't like no, now it looks like you're saying it to yourself. I don't like it. Yeah, but worse for you. Great for me. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think about you. Well, I don't think about you. Oh, okay. Nobody think about you. Shit. I don't know. Talk to you. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I'll catch you in a bit. <laughs>